It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. with the words bar and grill in the title. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you live from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico, coming to you from the wilds of uh, Minnesota. We've got Kristen Peterson. How you doing, Kristen? I'm amazing. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we, we missed last month. You had a sick kid, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of that was kind of a, a sad little bit of April for me, not not having any Kristen time. So I'm glad we're back together. Um, I want to I want to check in about uh, about your uh, playful change challenge. But mm. first, uh, a, a while ago, I did an episode. I think it was with Sam about uh, uh, classroom schedules. I ran ran across a preschool schedule a four hour preschool program that had 14th transitions in there. And they're just under four hours of uh, time together. So uh, listener Harmony sent me just this morning, right before we started uh, recording, she had listened to that episode and sent me her schedule, which has huge blocks of uninterrupted playtime. Oh, glorious. Like multi, multi-hour blocks of free Amazing. play. So, uh, so Harmony, thanks for giving me a little bit of, of hope in, in the world. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. looking at a lot of handbooks with a lot of, a lot of rough schedules. Uh, so Kristen, you were going to, you were going to, you've been focusing on plants. I can, I can see a plant in the background there, mm-hmm. uh, here at zoom that looks very healthy. Is that a, a living plant or is that one of those? It's a li- ones? No, it's living. I do not own any plastic plants anymore. Anymore, Zero. you used to own you used to own plastic plants. Yeah, I mean to make my house look good, and then I came across the world of live plants, and decided that I was going to be a plant lady. So I have I don't know probably over fifty of them now, dispersed between my home and my office. Ah, uh, that's and... one that's one thing I've learned about Kristen. Kristen is obsessive. She decides she likes chickens. She has three hundred chickens. Uh-huh. And if she decides she likes plants. She has fifty plants. And if she decides she likes baby squirrels, she is kidnapping them out of oh, the yeah. out of the uh, nests of their mothers. Um, so they're all alive. <laughs> they're all doing well. Yeah. Uh, well, there's one that's not doing so hot in my office, but it came from Walmart, and so I think maybe that is probably why it's not a user error for sure. Um, so, but yeah, they're uh-huh. doing really well. My, and I have some really giant ones at my house in front of all of my big giant windows. And I realized also that cactuses 
Like they really do have pokies and they really do get in your skin. And if you don't notice the pokies getting in your skin, they fester and then you get like blisters. Oh, great. Please send me a picture of that. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a, we, one of the uh, beach places, the short-term places we stayed at when we were waiting to get into the snuggery here. Um, Tim, the guy that owned the place, he had this great cactus living planted in the ground outside. And I'm like, Tim, I need a, I need a hunk of that if you could hook me up. And and he had one of his guys potted up for us and everything. And and uh and that flowered a couple of days ago. And we had so we had yellow cactus flowers and it was real pretty. And oh my and gosh. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. My, my uh pineapple top has started growing too. I I rooted a pineapple top and now it's it's starting to put on new growth. So uh maybe someday I'll have a baby pineapple. Oh yeah, it's very it exciting. Like grow just regrow itself into a whole pineapple or like does it grow into a bush and then a pineapple like what does it what's the process what's a pineapple plant do it grows into a pineapple plant and then if you're very lucky um in my climate if you're like in hawaii it's no big deal but then then it grows a little stalk with a little baby pineapple on it oh my yeah that's yeah. fun probably not a lot of pineapple plants uh successfully grown in minnesota Probably That's something not. you can strive for. So how's the uh how's the eye makeup going? I see your 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 eyelids look pretty nude today. So uh <laughs> Yeah, okay. So yes, I have been practicing and I yeah, I've been doing I I don't do it. I don't practice a lot just when I have like an event or something cuz I don't generally wear I only wear mascara on a daily basis. So um, when I dress up or have something more important or more important, more important than you, hmm. Jeff, okay. when I, yeah. okay. <laughs> sure. when I have something going on, going out to dinner or whatever, then I'll jazz it up, but I'm, I'm doing good and it's fun. And I've watched some tutorials on how to do it and I enjoy it. Um, and so, yeah, that playful challenge is going great for me. So what's except your for, uh, what's, what's except your for I don't have color? any hands today. What? What's your go-to? What's your go-to color? Um, so probably more like taupes and golds. Okay, I think back in the I remember back in the day, uh, uh, when I was a young person, it was it was all these kind of blues. The young ladies mm. were really into to blues, but that was probably the eighties. So that was yeah. Probably okay, but then. can I add one thing? So sure. um, we talked about about how my eyebrows are non-existent. You can't see sure. them. And then you got weirded mm -hmm. out. So I, the last time I went in and got my haircut, I was talking about my eyebrows and she's like, have you ever tried tinting your eyebrows? And I was like, no, what is that? She's like, we're so doing it. So she tinted my eyebrows and it was amazing. It's wearing off now because it's now it's summer mm. and I spent a lot of time outside, but so they're faded, but she tinted my eyebrows so that my eyebrows are there on a daily basis now. So how long does that take? Tinting your eyebrows? Yeah. Like four minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I could have mine done like uh fluorescent orange or something. I don't, you probably could. I don't know if they make those types of colors for eyebrow tint because it's like a different type of um it's a different type of color than you would use on your hair because it takes it like grabs within a few minutes and it lasts for like two months afterwards 
Hey, listeners, you're not you're not getting getting uh, information like this on other early learning podcasts. Mm-mm. This is uh, this is top notch stuff. It grabs. <laughs> that means the color soaks into the hair follicles. Is that what mm-hmm. that means? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I learned something. I learned something new. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I I can't wait. You know, you you threatened to send me pictures of uh of the whole uh, eye makeup experimentation. Haven't got any of those, but oh, I guess that's I'm just sorry. for for important stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, you know, that's that's cool. Um, hey, we got a listener call. I want to get into. You ready for this? I am. I uh, you you know about it, but uh, here let's. I haven't, haven't heard, heard it. The call yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. Hey, uh, listeners, if you want to want to hook up with us via voicemail or text, um, you can you can call or text to two, two, eight, three, six, three, six, seven, three, seven. See how I did it nice and slow there, Kristen? It's very sloth like that's going to come up in this call. Let's listen to this. Okay. Hi, Jeff. I have actually been working quite a while to get your number. You say it so quickly in the podcast, and I'm hard of hearing, so I keep having to slow it down. But I finally got it. Anywho, I felt the need to reach out and leave a voicemail because, well, there's a little steam coming out of my ears. All right, we got to pause there. When I listened to this call for the first time, I was I was feared that I was the reason for the steam coming out of her ears, that I had done something <laughs> wrong, that I was about to get scolded for something. I was I was terrified. Um so maybe that happened or maybe not. Listeners, okay. let's she's, move along. She's so cute. She says anywho. Anywho, yeah, yeah. I, love I think that. this is, you know, so far this is a top-notch call. Um, scolds me a little bit for saying the number too fast and she's, she's 100% correct. I deserve that scolding. Um, uh, so let's, let's, let's go on. Um, I've been in early childhood for going on 25 years now. I am going to give myself a pen name because I work for the state that I reside in. I am going to call myself Sally. Okay. So I have been Working with my youngest son um, since he has entered the public school system, he is currently seven, so he still falls in the range of early childhood. And I struggled with each of the schools that he's been in in regards to the need for children to be allowed to move because, you know, they're humans. And (laughs) Yeah, humans should be allowed to move. Um, I know that's not, I mean, that's not asking too much, is it? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, seven is still early learning. Um, yeah. I mean, some people think it's birth to eight, some like me think birth to 10, um, or, or the early, early learning years. Um, and, and too often once they get shoved off into kindergarten, it's not considered early childhood anymore, which is developmentally kind of, kind of off base because they are, they are still, um, in the early years when in the first couple years of elementary school. So I backed, I backed up. I re, I did a little bit of a rewind here. So we, cause I, that's what the professionals do, I think. The, oh yes. And uh, he was recently suspended and I went to pick him up from school and he was sitting at the front office and I tried to get some information about what happened. Nobody could really tell me, but long story short, a child had bent over 
and their butt was in my son's face, so my son thought it would be funny to take his foot and push the child away. Um, Sally, your son was 100% right. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I have, I have totally done that as a, as a child and probably as an adult, yeah. it is, it is funny to, to kind of give somebody not, not a malicious kick in the behind, but just a, a kick enough to throw them off balance and tip them over. Um, <laughs> if, if Kristen and I, and I were out for cocktails and she had to, uh, to, to bend over to, uh, tie her shoe on the way to, uh, the Uber, um, I would totally give her a little kick in the patootie to uh, kick her <laughs> off balance um, as if she wouldn't be off balance all all by her own. Kristen, you ever you ever ever done anything like that? Um absolutely. <laughs> I do it to my own children at home. <laughs> well, as we get further into this episode, you're gonna find out what kind of a horrible person you are. Oh uh, because this takes a turn. Okay, let me rewind a little bit. Oh, my. Oh, I'm nervous. He didn't kick him. He didn't hurt him. He just pushed the child away and therefore was suspended. So I um, said my piece. I spoke my beliefs on um, what is actually appropriate behavior for young children and, you know, humans in general, once again, and gathered my son and his paper that they had him uh, copying and headed on home. Let's fast forward to a few months from that day because I got home, I set the paper to the side, didn't think anything of it. I told my son how I felt about the situation and how we could possibly work on handling it differently and giving him some more time to play when he gets home. Anywho, working from home today, I look down and I see said paper that they had him copying. Jeff, now, this this is great. This busy mom. This happens a couple months ago. She throws the paper on on her desk, <laughs> goes on with life, and then yep. and then runs into it a couple months later, which is which is totally one hundred percent busy mom, busy early <laughs> early learning person uh, oh, behavior. Yeah, so I think I that's I think that's hilarious. That's mm -hmm. just a a, a good uh, realistic uh, view of what life is like. Yeah, All right. that they had him copying. Jeff, I'm going to send this to you via text. And I would just really like you to go ahead and take this to pieces, come with me and in the fuming and the upset and the absolute ridiculousness that is on this paper that they are asking my seven-year-old who is still working on reading and writing to write. It is wrong, it is a lie, and it is absolute travesty to children everywhere. So, like I said, I am sending it to you now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. And I truly enjoy your podcast. I listen to it all the time. So, once again, thank you. All right. Well, that's the message from, from Sally. And Sally, what a hell of a message. Thank you. Um, and thank you for the kind words. Now, um, Sally did send a, a copy of what her her son had to copy. And, and, uh, when I, when I read it the first time I messaged her back that, uh, got it on like a four, last Friday afternoon, I told her I was going to spend my, my whole weekend swilling rum and fuming about what she just sent me. Um, look, I was, I was going to swill the rum anyway, of course, but uh, <laughs> the, the yeah. fuming was, was an addition. Um, so, so let's, uh, let's go through this. This seven-year-old 
classmate bends over, kid gives him a tap on the butt, tips him over, not malicious, not not angry. He ends up in the office having to type uh, or type uh, copy this document we're going to go through. First, the uh, the heading is behavior essay dash rough with others. Um, so that leads me to believe that there's a behavior essay, um, talking in class behavior. I mean, there's gotta be others. This isn't, this isn't the only, there's gotta be a whole batch of these F essays. Oh my so, gosh. So I, so I messaged Sally to find out if she could, uh, uh, let her boy go wild and see how many of these he could collect so we can see what other, what other essays there are. <laughs> There are, because um, that would make good pod. Alas, yeah. there's only a couple days left in school, so she didn't think he could he could collect many of them. But you know, there's always next year. Um, oh my gosh! The instructions are copy onto lined paper neatly. Um, so uh, of of course, this is seven year olds. Uh, then there's you have space for the name, which uh, Sally redacted to uh, to pro protect her her kid's identity, and so. What, what the young man had to had to copy. I understand it is wrong to be rough with others, period. Now, um, let's take this apart because Kristen, I, I think, you know, sometimes it's entirely okay to be rough with others. Um, in early learning programs, uh, rough and tumble play is a thing. It's for, a necessity. Yeah. Um, it, so that, that physical contact there, there, there is a, 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 at least a a small population of the early learning field who believes it's 100% appropriate to be rough with others but then in the in the adult world you know every once in a while you run across somebody that uh likes a nice spanking now and then or uh or to 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 you know um I'm not going to go into detail but you know people people of all ages like a little bit of roughness yeah they now do yeah yeah and so <laughs> Pause um, there for a minute. I'm not sure it's necessarily wrong. Um, I think that's kind of judgmental of the school. Um, next sentence. I understand that if I break school rules, other people, including me, will suffer. <gasps> uh, okay. Well, a couple a couple us? things here. This this I, I'm assuming this was written by some sort of an adult. But I understand uh, that if I break the rules, other people, including me, um, the way that's written, it would imply that that me, the person writing this, is an uh, is one of the other people. So it, it's it's just shitty sentence construction for 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 one thing. But also, but, it sounds like a threat. Like but, but you're suffer? gonna suffer. Suffer. I mean, really, suffer to feel pain or distress, sustain energy, sustain injury or harm, to have a specified shortcoming or weakness. Um, suffer. This this is this is inflammatory language. This is this is way way too too intense for for what happened here. Suffer really? Yeah. Um, not only does being rough with others cause harm, it also disrupts the class and interrupts my learning. Ew. Well, okay, it might disrupt the class, but uh, um, I'm I'm guessing there's learning going on uh, when the rough behavior happens. Like like in this case, this poor child learned that the the adults that he spends his school days with uh, have absolutely no or 
to, I mean, best, best case scenario, very limited understanding of child development oh and gosh. what seven year old little humans um, are, are actually like. So, uh, so fuck those guys. Um, oh my gosh. Is this, this child's a first grader, I'm assuming? Yeah. I'm guessing seven years old is first grade. Oh, Unless he's, unless, I mean, unless he was held back in kindergarten, Sally, is he still a kindergarten or maybe, I, I mean, maybe he's an advanced kid. Maybe he's in fourth grade. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I guess I'm guessing first grade. Next paragraph. Being rough with others can cause other students to keep away from me. What? Being rough with others can cause other students to keep away from me. Oh Again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really keen on the, the sentence structure, but uh, not only could someone else get hurt, but I could also get hurt. Um, yeah, but I mean, lots of things could yeah, happen. Right. If I fight, hit, or horseplay, I will have to go to the principal's office. <gasps> I will miss out on learning. I will get behind in my class. Oh my gosh. Well, then then maybe when this happens, what the the Nimrod of a of a teacher could do is say, hey, let's uh let's let's keep the horse playing under control. We've got we've got class. Instead of disrupting the class by sending this kid to the principal's office to make them write this bullshit essay. Um, that seems to be the real disruptive thing. They, they kicking the kid over, um, kid gets kicked over. Um, a couple people laugh, kid gets up, life goes on. Uh, right. that's not, that's not really much of a disruption. I would argue that this bullshit essay, uh, creates more yeah. of a disruption. Well, and I also think, I don't like that they paired horseplay with, what were the two words before that? If I fight, fight, hit, hit, horseplay. Because like. Rough and tumble play is play. It's not aggression. And fighting and hitting, in this case, would be considered aggress aggressive behavior. But horse play is like rough and tumble play. That's another word for it. So, like, you're insinuating that play is going to hurt others. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you're, 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 you've combined this this playful activity in with, uh, with aggressive acts. Yeah. Don't really blend together. And and what's the deal with the word horseplay? That seems kind of old timey. That's like an archaic Horse, word. Like, do people play? I mean, that's horseplay. that's like eighteen fifties language. Right. I mean, well, and and it would be like it it would be like pup horseplay. Horses don't horses like kick each other hard with their two hind legs. Like horseplay doesn't really do a great job of describing children in play like a better mammal would probably be like puppies yeah i could see horseplay you know back in the day when when it, uh, the pre-car days when everybody was acquainted with horses i could see that as as but you know how many people have contact horse have horse-based contacts to even understand what the fuck that means? But well, and a anyway. kid, like a seven-year-old, how's a seven-year-old going to know yeah. what horse yeah. play is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the seven. That's 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 uh, the the seven-year-olds are really keen on on the horseplay <laughs> lingo. <laughs> 
I will get behind in my class. Oh, well, your class sounds so delightful. I'm sure we wouldn't want to get behind in your classes. Well, and um, that it's like it's perpetuating that fear of being behind in a seven-year-old child. Like we don't need to do that to them. Yeah. Well, let's turn up the pressure on the the little guy. Um, next paragraph. I should not play rough because I don't have the right to hurt others. Um, there is play there any rough. indication that this kid got. Oh my hurt? god. I mean, the I I I, uh, uh, I will handle my problems without hitting or fighting or horseplay. Oh well, of course, and and again, there's that 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 connection of of hitting and fighting, and then adding the horseplay into it. I'll handle my problems without horseplay. I mean, who solves a problem with horseplay other than the need to move their bodies and <laughs> and, uh, and and engage and have some physical contact? So oh those would gosh. be the only problems you are solving with horseplay, and though that's that's exactly a problem that should be whole, solved with horseplay. The, yes. the, the need to move your body, the need for physical contact, the need for fun, the need for a little bit of enjoyment um th those are all problems that are absolutely solved with horseplay and that's a developmentally appropriate thing for a seven-year-old to do it is yes B but does does kicking over a kid who's bent over fall under hitting fighting or horseplay i i don't know i i don't think so it was more of just like a kind of like a knee-jerk reaction like he probably didn't think it through, obviously, before he did it. It was just like, so like, I think about my little Knox in this scenario, because he's eight, and Knox still loves to like hit my butt hard all the time, even when, <laughs> and that, like, I had to tell him when he went to public school this year, like, you're not allowed, like, don't smack other people's butts, like, you can't do that at school. So, but he still does it. Like, it's like my butt is there. It's just a reaction for him. Like he just, I don't know. It's like this big canvas for him to just like hit. <laughs> and it happens like every day. So it's just in some children, like maybe his culture at home is that he does that like engages in that sort of thing with his parents or his siblings and maybe just it was just a reaction something like uh, well, i mean as a seven-year-old it, it it's kind of my experiences seven-year-olds are kind of wired to do that kind of yes. thing um not solely but i think my experience again mostly seven-year-old boys especially um, if you see a bent over, butt, you're gonna, gonna whack it or push it, or it's just, it's just what happens that that is developmentally where kids are at that age. And, and to expect them not to be that is having unrealistic expectations for those humans. And you're going to have those un unrealistic expectations for, for their behavior when it comes to that kind of activity. I'm guessing all of your classroom expectations are likely to be equally developmentally inappropriate, um, which is, which is kind of, kind of sad. Um, mm -hmm. So um, let me see, where were we? Uh, I will handle my, pro oh, I should not roughhouse because I don't have the right to hurt others. I will handle my problems without hitting or fighting or horseplay. If I see an incident coming, I will walk away before it gets started. <laughs> um, 
I mean, are seven-year-olds really wired to do that? No. Oh my gosh. I just keep at least not consistently. I mean, maybe once in a while they can walk away from something, but, um, they really don't have like the cognitive ability to, to be like, Oh, something's starting. I better walk away. They're going to be invested in it. They're going to be like, Ooh, I want to watch this train wreck. You know, like, I don't know. They're not going to walk away. A lack. I see an incident incident coming. I better go the other direction. Um, said no seven-year-old ever. No. Well, and I think it's just general human nature. Like when you drive by, this is horrible, but when you drive by like a car accident, you totally turn and you watch. Sure. Absolutely. It's the um, same thing. If I see an incident coming, I will walk away before it gets started. Um, I will say to myself, I will not hit, fight, or horseplay. Um, now, uh, there, th that, that, mm, uh, oh man, they need a copy editor. Whoever put this, this uh, piece <laughs> of. Uh, um, so I will, I, I will say to myself, quote, I will not hit, fight, or horseplay. There's no end quote on, on, on the quote. So, I, I. Um, look, Sally, I'll text you about this too, but Sally, I would like to know the school district so I can reach out to a district administrator because, um, because, uh, I would like to find out what the, what the, the, what the basis for this essay is, where, where does it grow out of early learning philosophy and and also who does the proof proofreading um oh my gosh are you for real gonna reach out because that's amazing well sure because they I'll, I'll invite them on the show they won't they won't respond or want to come on and defend this bullshit no but no i'm gonna ask i will say to myself i will not hit fighter horseplay if i am tempted i will walk away as fast as i can then i'll fucking get in trouble for running no, it doesn't say that, but that's exactly what would happen. I wish it did. Uh, um, uh, did it say I'll run away? Did, did listeners, it say that part? Uh, listeners, uh, Sally has just messaged me. Uh, Sally, I'm going to read your text uh, while you're, you're going to be listening to this. But as we're recording, this message from Sally just came in. Uh, good morning. Would it be possible for you to give me a heads up for when the show goes live? My friends and I want to do a listening party. Um, <laughs> absolutely, Sally. I'll <laughs> totally give you a... A, a heads up as soon as I'm done recording with Kristen today. And also, I hope there's going to be tequila shots. Oh, cheers, party. everyone, so, if you're so, listening. So every time, every time I swear about this fucking train wreck you have to of, take a a, shot. Of, a, of a document, you can do a shot. That would be Or great. a drink. Yeah. Because if yeah. you're old like me, like one drink at a time is plenty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like a whole drink. Um, yeah, oh, no, so, like, like a sip. Like Sally, one goal. Sally and her friends will be all liquored up by the time. Oh we get my gosh. Um, I will not hit fight or horseplay. If I am tempted, I will walk away as fast as I can. This, this talk about, about, um, about, uh, about being tempted and um, uh, about suffering. Uh, it's got religious undertones to it. And uh uh, friend yeah. and mentor Dan Hodgins uh, 
will, for me, always be remembered as saying we need to stop making moral issues out of developmental issues. And that's exactly what the fuck is going on here is the school is making moral issues out of about uh, out of developmental issues. And it is it is really sad to see. And 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 again, there's I, I can't. I've never been exposed to any any research that that backs this up as a as a valuable thing. You ever have to write sentences or copy paragraphs like this when you were a kid, Kristen? I think I did one time, but I don't remember what it was for, what happened. But I do remember having to. It was just sentences, though. Mm -hmm. And I also I think that the words developmental issue like it's more of a de- of developmental it's not that, like an issue gives it like a negative connotation but it's just a developmental reality like we're making sure. moral issues out of like something that's just developmentally real yeah it's just the way the way kids are and and you if if you I mean, look, if you expect seven-year-olds not to act, think, and behave like seven-year-olds, you have very unrealistic expectations. Um, I will walk away as fast as I can. Oh, my gosh. So, so little, uh, we should should have come up with a, a name for a little um, Sally. She went by Sally. We'll call him Sid. Little, little Sid. Go um sees that butt in front of him and he decides <laughs> he's gonna walk away as fast as he can but of course where's he gonna walk to um see we see yeah. is he walking to the far corner of the classroom and he's sitting there cowering hoping he won't get in trouble for and anything then he'll probably yeah get in trouble for walking away from his desk because yeah well he, yeah yeah um if he walks too fast he's gonna get in trouble for running maybe maybe is he walking to a confessional um uh so he can he confessed that he had this this evil thought about harming others uh i mean okay where's the here's what i would love to see i would love for sally to take video she probably won't because she wants to be well maybe 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 after the listening party when her and her friends are all liquored up yeah they need to do like a rough and tumble play like do some like leg wrestling or something like that to like, I mean, cause like, as an adult, I still leg wrestle because I win every time. So <laughs> like my sister and I, we, I mean, we leg wrestle. Like it's, it's, that's a version of horseplay. Like we, sure. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I want to see a leg wrestling competition between Sally what? and her coworkers. Okay. Sally, get on that. Um, I got to confess something. I've, I've made kids write sentences. Yeah. Um, what's, what sentence? Back, well, back in back when I was I I was I was I was a brand new baby early learning person back in my cons- community center days when I was when I was still a volunteer. That's what the uh, that's what the go to thing with these school agers were who were who were kind of kind of getting out of line was ha- have them sit down and write sentences. So that's what I was I was taught to do. And so I did it because when you're volunteering or working for somebody, you kind of do what their policy is. And and as soon as I learned better, I started doing better because, um, look, this kind of activity is it's punitive. Yeah. Uh, it it it's not really productive because I'm I'm guessing most seven year olds that have to copy this essay. Um, aren't doing a whole lot of deep reflecting on it. What they're no. probably doing is is uh, feeling resentful 
and, yeah. and angry and like their wrist hurts because they got to copy this whole thing on line paper neatly. Oh my gosh. All right, we got two two uh two paragraphs left. Oh, we do? I, oh, I thought we were oh, done. Yeah. Oh no, we got two paragraphs <laughs> left. I will not have to copy this essay again. Oh my god. My teachers, parent and principal will see me acting responsibly. Oh shit. I may have more friends. I will What? Learn. Others will see me control myself. I will <gasps> be happier. No. Fuck that. <laughs> Are you serious? I will have more friends. Uh I I I mean I could make an argument that the kid who is is tipping over who is friends when they're bent over is going to have lots of friends and be very popular. Yeah. Um, the the class clowny kid, my experience, class clowny clowny kid gets lots of attention and uh, and lots of laughs and lots of pats on the back. So uh, yeah. I'm I'm thinking, you know, you know, becoming a a milk toast little namby pamby, listen to the teacher all the time, don't do the fun stuff, um, little zomboid uh is is going to actually maybe cost them some friends and and maybe some happiness. Um, absolutely. I can't believe they're threatening the child with having no friends or lots of friends. I will not have to copy this essay again. again. And what happens to the kid who does have to copy it again? Uh-oh. Or do they have a, do they have a, a, a harsher one that comes after this? Maybe this, oh is, my. this is version one and the, the next one gets really serious. You're, you're gonna. What state gonna, is this in? Do you know? I don't know. Hmm. My you probably teacher, do, but you just don't want to say we don't want no, to give it. No, I, I really don't. I mean, oh. I can, I, I will know, but I don't at the moment. My teachers, parents, and principals will see me acting responsibly. And who? Okay, look. Um, who, who actually? Hey, look at that guy over there. He sure is He's acting so responsibly. Responsible. Yeah. Who, who, the, who the fuck ever thinks in terms of no. like that? Oh my hey. gosh. Hey, look how responsible Kimberly's being. She's not having <laughs> that second shot of tequila. <laughs> um okay um i may have more friends i will learn more i i don't think you can i i don't think there's there's a whole lot of research that's going to back that up no um so so i'm 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 guessing they're there i'm guessing somebody just pulled that out of their ass yes um, others will see me control myself and again who who sees that Hey, hey, look at Kristen. Look how much self-control she's using. Oh my gosh. Does does d- d- does anybody ever think like that? I don't. I I don't. Maybe maybe look, maybe we're just assholes, but uh I I don't I don't I don't recollect in my in my life being around anybody who thought, oh, look at the oh, self-control so and so is 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 experiencing. Oh my. I haven't either. Uh Final paragraph. I chose to be rough with someone and the penalty was to write this essay. I understand something has to happen to me for being rough with others and breaking the school rule of not fighting, not hitting, and no horseplay. Um, so I don't know what happens after that. If, if, if this essay is, look, I understand something has to happen, which is, which is basically saying I have to be shamed and punished. Yeah. Which, oh, 
Hey, listeners, I've got, uh, oh, I didn't notice this before. Um, It's cut off. Look, Sally, um, the photo you sent me, it's kind of cut off, but there's a copyright on the bottom of this. I tried to find this form online. Uh, Copyright Tracy South, it looks like, as I I look this up. Um, So this is... This is apparently some bullshit somebody found online at one of those no. teachers pay teachers site or something, I bet. Um, so I'm going to do more investigating on that oh. just because I'm a I'm a dick about this kind of stuff. Um, but but look, this is 100 percent bullshit. Any school district that is that is subjecting a seven year old to something like this for doing something that is 100 percent developmentally appropriate for seven year olds to do. Now, I'm not saying that we want them doing it in school. I'm not saying we shouldn't try to try to curtail the amount of, of that kind of thing that happens in school. But it it's developmentally appropriate for a kid that age to do something like this and to to browbeat them and belittle them and punish them and penalize them with this this bullshit is um is beyond the pale. I think we could we could really look. Um, what the young people say is is something. Don't the young people say something like "do better"? Isn't that, better. Isn't that what people? Isn't that what I don't people know. say online do they? And stuff? I yeah, have no they, idea. Do better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you're come hit. Come on, come on, come on, school district. Do okay. better. So like the interesting <clears throat> thing, the reason why I asked what state it is in, because I'm wondering, supposed to, some schools still have corporal punishment. And so then they like hit the kid with the paddle on the butt <laughs> sure. when they're not when they're not doing what they should be doing according to the adults in the space. Um and so I, that's why I was wondering, like, is the next step him getting a swat on the butt? Who knows? Uh, you know what? I would rather, I it, me as a seven-year-old, I'd rather have a swat in the butt than to write this bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh give gosh. me give me a whack with the paddle, paddle and let me go out to recess instead yeah, of being tortured how, with this. Like, you, you kicked somebody else in the butt. You pushed them over in the butt, so we're going to hit you. The adults in the room are going to hit you on the butt. Because you push somebody. I don't know. My gosh. Yeah. I better make this really clear. Copyright, what we just read. Copyright, apparently, somebody named Tracy South. So, Tracy, if you want to uh, come on the podcast uh, and uh, and defend this bullshit, reach out to me at 228. Uh, I started saying it too fast. 228-363-6737. How do you spell um, Tracy. T-R-A-C-Y. It's it's kind of cut off here on the image I've got, but okay. it looks like Tracy South. Copyright Tracy South for the 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 bullshit behavior mm. essay, uh rough with others. Um oh my gosh. I want to know like what other maybe there's a whole um, Oh, I hope there's a whole series. Yeah, I'm there's gotta be a whole it, series. No, and so I'm I'm interested in in what what kind of research Tracy has to back this up. Uh that that and that people were suffering and that I'll have more friends if I don't. Um, but whatever. But then how a how a school district um decided that this was this was a document to start using in in their well, in their behavior honestly, management process. Honestly, a lot of schools don't have 
a, a behavior management system that every single teacher follows, a lot of the times it's the teachers themselves putting together random things for classroom management. And it's not generally known by the higher ups that some of these things might be taking place. However, this child was in the principal's office copying that. So they probably know. Um, but in well, I like, mean, maybe the principal's Tracy's husband or wife or something maybe 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 the principal is tracy's uh or maybe or maybe heck, it's maybe tracy the, maybe, yeah maybe tracy's the principal and 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 it's just so proud of this that uh they put the little copyright on it um so there's there's that um sally i'm sorry a little sid had to go through this me too um, i hope he has a great summer vacation and uh, being a child and, and moving uh, and enjoys being a being a seven-year-old for the summer um I, I i hope if i'm ever in a in a space with him i can't imagine i would be but that if i'm bent over that he he would do me the honor of uh of kicking me <laughs> over because i would deserve it um and and i hope that if you did indeed have a listening party uh for this that you did decide to do tequila shots every time i cussed because that would be fucking awesome and also so fucking awesome but what would be more fucking awesome would be if you uh you called 228-363-6737 um and and left voicemails and text throughout your listening yeah. because that would be for me that would be a fun follow up episode um that that we could we could get into um so look this is this is punitive this is punishment there you know a lot i've been going through no place I've been going through my collection of early learning handbooks. I've got about 120 of them I've been going through and uh and and a lot of states require parent handbooks in early learning programs to have some sort of statement about no corporal punish, no no, no punishment, no punishment that that belittles children. Yeah. Uh, that 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 kind of stuff. No no punitive punishment. And and this this thing falls un, under a lot of those categories. I wonder, so I wonder I, if the school handbook has anything like that in there. It would be interesting to find out. Yeah. I hope you know, I hope this school, I hope this isn't like in New Jersey or someplace where I'm going to have, have, uh, have, 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 uh, you know, you know, mafia types coming after me for oh talking my. shit about their school district. I, you know, I end up, I wake up with a, a horse's head. Oh, in, in, from horse play in, in, in my bed. Yeah. Yeah. A horse that got, that got, that got taken out because of too much horse play. Um, <laughs> But look, ask, asking seven-year-olds not to horseplay is is kind of like asking horses not to horseplay. Yes. Um, it's it's an unrealistic expectation. Well, oh Sally, thanks for thanks for getting getting my blood pressure all all up. I've been trying to keep that under control. Thanks for fucking Any, listening, Sally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any final <laughs> thoughts before we pull the plug on this one, Kristen? No, just that we need to, as adults, like advocate for children. Like Sally, if you're in a space where you can say something or, or, um, I don't know, call a meeting with admin, get Tracy South, the principal. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Like just know that you're not the only one who deals with shit like this all over the place. And we have to like be loud. 
I I have an idea. Sally, yeah. if you did indeed have a listening party, I think now that the episode is wrapping up, you you and your your posse um should go to the the local dollar store, Walmart, wherever, and and buy a couple dozen rolls of toilet paper and go <gasps> go TP the teacher and principal's houses. Um I think I think that would be that would be awesome. Uh I I, I think that would be, you know somebody might end up suffering and it, look if you if you went and tp'd the principal and the uh the teacher's houses you would have more friends and uh yes, that, would, would. that would be a that would be a good thing you would learn more too and others will see you see you control yourself because it takes a lot of self-control to tp somebody's house it because you, there's there's that inclination not to do it but you got to control yourself so that you actually <laughs> actually start throwing throwing those rolls of tp up on their trees um this this here has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast with the words bar and grill in the title. Back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God. So funny. Okay, I have to pee quick. I'll be back. Okay. okay. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.